can you start off talking to us about how you got your start in the oil and gas industry? Sure, that's a good question. Uh, I grew up in Washington, D.C., so pretty far away from the oil fields. Uh, I graduated from the University of Texas in 2007. Uh, after graduation, I went to New York for five years. 2010, joined a private equity firm called Metalmark Capital. And I think that you know, the fact that I went to UT, they thought I must, be, I must be the oil and gas guy. And so I first got my start in 2010 as a private equity associate working, uh, covering the industry. to get to where you are today. Sure, so graduated in 2007. My first job out of school was at Bear Stearns. Uh, so that lasted about 10 months before uh, the recession hit. Um, it lateral to another M&A shop called Green Hill before I, made my way, before I made my way to Metalmark Capital. At Metalmark, one of their investments at the time was with Jones Energy, uh, their biggest investment in that fund. So that's how I met Johnny Jones and the full team. Uh, left Metalmark in the end of 2012 to join uh, Jones Energy full-time in Austin. Kirk, can you talk to us about any advice you may have for younger professionals trying to find their way? Sure. I think, especially in a business like oil and gas, it's very technical. I think a lot of folks you know, spend most of their time focusing on their technical skills, but I think communication is equally as important. Be able to present some complicated ideas in a clear, concise manner uh, is what really can separate junior people from, from other folks. Good advice there. What about any challenges that you faced in your career? Can you talk to us about how you overcame that as well? Sure. So Jones Energy went through a uh, comprehensive Chapter 11 restructuring early this year. And uh, you know, during the time, there were quite a few nervous employees, vendors, teammates, et cetera. Um, and so really, you know, one of my roles was to make sure the business was running smoothly in the midst of all that uncertainty. And really just helping the organization stay focused, making sure we focus on our day-to-day -day stuff. And, you know, without allowing some of the outside noise, uh, noises, uh, you know, impact our ability to, to, to operate a normal company. With that being said, what about work-life balance? Do you have any tips there? Uh, you know, that's <laughs> no doubt, that's a million dollar question, yeah, right? But that's uh, no doubt a very um, trying time you went through, but even yeah. just talking about the day-to-day. -day. You know, it's, it's a dynamic business, and certainly at times it feels like it's 24-7, and so I would, you know, my advice would be, you know, uh, when you need to plug in, you know, go 100 miles an hour, but recognize that there are times when you don't have to do that and uh, be able to, to, to try to separate yourself if you can. This is important to, to stay balanced. What about any technology? Do you have any uh, you know, technology platforms you can pinpoint or really just the movement of technology as it plays to the industry? Sure. So one of the big uh, priorities we're putting in this year is a SCADA system throughout all of our wells, which helps with automation, helps us uh, be able to remotely control and remotely monitor some of our wells as opposed to having to send a person out there every single day. And it's something that the industry has been doing for a while, and we're, we're probably getting to it a little later than we would have hoped. But um, you know, certainly technology is going to be a driving force in this business, especially as commodity prices you know, stay relatively low. Well, we appreciate you sharing your story with us, and congratulations on this honor, Kirk. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Yeah. And for more on honorees like Kirk, you can find that at heartenergy.com.